Um, I think it's extremely important for for us as fathers to essentially invest into the interests of our children. It's really easy for me to get along with my kids when it comes to football and, and, and watching the Vikings or sports because, well, that's what I'd like to do. Um, I think a lot of times, though, it uh, goes a different way when it's things that we're not so interested in. And it's easy just to write it off ignore it as something that they're into. I think of that with me with, with monster trucks or soccer or a, a plethora of things that they're interested in. And, and that's where we got to make the choice. We can make the choice to do one of two things. We can choose to, eh, it's just them and, and they have their own interests and whatever, or we can kind of ride alongside with them with that. Um, today with me, I have uh, an old coworker of mine. Uh, his name is Ed. Um, and he, he actually gave me some advice years ago, um, well before I was even considering having kids, that has stuck with me true and true. And you just said basically that you're never ready for a kid, right? Never financially ready, never emotionally ready, never any of those things. You're never going to be ready for a kid. So whenever you're just going to have one, have one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I vaguely remember that conversation, but uh, um, yeah, it, that's kind of one of the truest things I've ever said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it stuck with me. I mean, at that time, I was only 18 years old. I wasn't even married yet, but it just, I was like, oh, I got to hold on to that. I got to remember that one right there. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, just, I just, now now could be a good time for you to just introduce yourself, share a little bit about you and, and yourself as a father. Sure. Um, well, uh, I am uh, father to a awesome uh, 11 year old who actually just turned 11 two days ago. Sweet, um, happy birthday. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, great kid going into sixth grade on Monday. Uh, and uh, honestly, as far as, you know, uh, interests go, if, 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 that's kind of where we're we're leading the conversation. I yep. actually I, I actually lucked out quite a bit, and he does share a lot of a lot of interests that I have. Um, so it, it is it is a little easier for me to kind of stay attached to that because he draws, I draw. He's creative, I'm creative. Uh, on the side note of of stuff that he's into that I'm not so much. I'm, and I'm not sure how he quite got into this, but he is very much into horror and uh, monsters and all that stuff. And I am very much a wimp. So <laughs> it, just, it doesn't really pan out for me as far as that goes. But uh, I love seeing the stuff that he comes up with. Yeah, I tell you what, kids have been really into horror lately. Just and anything. When you drive around now, these. 20 foot skeletons that are up year round around people's houses. It's just become like a year round thing for them. Yeah. He does have a, a Halloween skeleton that he refuses to let me put away. So that's I gotta, funny. Yeah. I, yeah. I got that hanging up, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I saw that yeah. you guys, cause I know you're real artistic and, and have that. I've seen you've been helping him with building some costumes and stuff. Yes, that is one of the major things that, that I do. Every year um, I ask him, you know, kind of what does he want to be for Halloween? And and just, to, again, to kind of keep that creative. I never want to shame or discredit anything creative out of him because I think that, that in the long run that is a very good thing for not just a kid but just about anybody to have. So every right. Halloween, you know, he – 
he kind of goes through whatever his interests are at the time. The very first time I did it, he was very big into a game called Undertale. And uh, the end villain to that game, and it, it of course, it's always the villain, um, <laughs> was a character called Omega Flowey. And I was still working at Staples at the time, and uh, I drew out this big head that represented the character's head. It made it out of foam. It was very basic, but you, but you know what? Put it all together, and it was this big elaborate thing, and he loved it. He just he wanted to wear it all, all the time and everything like that. And from there on, it was basically downhill for me to the point <laughs> where at some point in time, I'm going to need some kind of mechanical engineering degree to create these. Yep. <laughs> you know? and, and that's funny. Cause you just got to keep upping it every single year. Like, you know, when you get creative with, with Halloween costumes, I know my brother-in-law, the one year he went as, he just went as like Scooby and uh, sh- uh, Shaggy, and then and then it went Mothman, right? And he built these stilts that he was walking on, and he was ten foot tall. And it's everyone's like, "What are you gonna do next year? What are you doing?" It's like, have to constantly keep one upping what you did before. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, and he's even asking for different things at different times too. He went to camp this summer, and the last week of camp was superhero camp. I love superheroes. I love comic books. So I have all sorts of superhero stuff around. So uh, on the way to camp one day, I actually showed him just a bunch of pictures of a bunch of heroes and everything like that. I'm like, all right, cool. Why don't you pick one and we'll see what we could do for the one day, which was dress up as a superhero. All right. So the first thing that he picked out was the human torch. Now, I don't know <laughs> what the torch is, but he's just fire. That's all it is. <laughs> and uh, the first thing that I said to him, and obviously it was a joke, but I was like, dude, in order for me to do this, I'm going to have to cover you in gasoline. And just let you up. <laughs> that's, that's just not how it works. So he's like, all right, fine. Scrolls a little bit further down. Uh, then he picks Ghost Rider. I'm like, great. So now I got to make more fire <laughs> and figure out how to do the flames and, and, you know, and and as much as it's it's him keeping his interest and keeping him, uh, you know, enjoying stuff like dressing up and stuff like that, it's also a project for me to be like, okay, this is what he wants. How do I make it work? You know, and I do like that challenge sometimes. Well, what I like about it, just what you shared right there, is you know, it becomes a bonding thing for you two as well. Something yeah. you got to work on together and. And it's like you both are seeing this end goal project because I feel like a big reason why so many kids will turn more towards YouTube than to their fathers is because, well, they can find someone who's just as interested, if not more, into what they're into. Like for me personally, I don't I've never cared about trains. I've never cared about monster trucks or any of those two things. Those are my kids' favorite things. Like Zachariah, who's my youngest, he's obsessed with trains. And I know that one day he's going to be one of those people who are obsessed with trains and taking photos of them. Like, so what do we do? We go out and we'll, we'll do train rides. With Logan, he's really into monster trucks right now. So I'm going to learn Gravedigger and El Toro Loco. And I'm going to learn their stats and who does what. So that way we can have a conversation instead of me just shutting him out. And you get this bonding time. Like I can't tell you how many times I just walk into a room and I'll just start playing monster trucks or trains with them. 
And and again, is that my personal interest? No, I'd much rather play football with them. But it's just that bonding connection is something that you can't recreate on a screen or through somebody else to do it. No, and on top of that, it's something too. I mean, nobody's ever going to remember the one YouTube video that they really liked and everything like that. Yeah. But you walking into and and spending. Uh, you know 10 15 minutes just playing monster trucks or something that's gonna stick with somebody and uh especially with them growing up and everything like that and it's it's memories that wind up being important for both ends of the of the spectrum on that where he's gonna remember it and you're gonna remember it and it just it just Yeah, I know for me, I, I went into a lot of times I hear a lot of people, they like to say the whole, uh, the kid won't remember it. Uh, what are they going to remember at this age? Because I mean, I've been taking them to do stuff since they were born. Um, and I think for me, you know, a thing in my head is they just might remember this, right? Like they might not remember the specifics. They might not remember the things specifically that they saw or did, but they'll remember the experiences, right? They'll remember spending it, you know, with their dad and doing those things and, and that's what's going to step forward, but also we'll remember it, right? Like, oh. I don't want to look back on my years and be like, oh, man, my kid just watched his tablet the whole time and I was on my phone. Yeah, and but yeah, and you also you also said it kind of right there. They may not remember the event, but they will remember that you were there. Like, that, exactly. that's the big thing is the, the, the minor events don't, don't matter as much as you being present, you know? And... Um, like the even going even going to the park. I mean, you just anything that you can kind of stick with it and um, and make things just so that way you're present and and I, yeah yeah. And one thing that I actually have been doing doing lately, I actually started doing it two years ago when Darian's been going to school. And this is something that brings me a, a great joy that I, I hope that he kind of tags on to later on when when i'm no longer around uh i used to put these little bit of like trading card size drawings in his lunchbox and i would every day when he would get a new picture and everything like that and he'd come to expect it and everything like that and then after school i would take him out and throw him in a binder and honestly i hope to lose those binders at some point in time so that way he gets older, he's in his 30s, 40s, and finds those binders and flips through it and sees what he, you know, sees all those images and thinks back, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's what would be really cool. I mean, and even just doing those little things with them and, and see how that goes and how they can connect and and how they can have those memories, not so much of the drawings, but the the excitement of what did dad leave, you know, yeah. and just let it's almost like a love note without having to specifically say, hey, I love you thinking of you today. Absolutely. And I, and I try to have those moments as often and as frequent as I can. Exactly. Yeah, I think that um, it, it goes real good. I think that when it comes to us, the whole whole reason I, I like the word invest, because when you invest in anything, you're, you're hoping for growth, right? You're hoping that you can put in some work, but there's going to be more growth beyond what you're putting in and that you're going to get return on investment. So for me, I think that investing in their interest is so important because we are hopeful that the small things that we do with them and the time that we spend with them, that it's going to grow so much further than just sitting down and playing or just talking or, and that's the thing too, just talking 
being hearing them out like kids can talk on and on and on and on and on about what they're interested about like dinosaurs and everything i'm in the dinosaur age i know you're you're beyond the dinosaur age i'm sure at this point but it uh where they can just go on and on and on but it's like you let them talk and they're gonna feel so much more connection with you yeah and and you know even even returning in those talks and asking them questions and encouraging them to ask questions as well which is Mm -hmm again gonna is only beneficial going forward i mean you want you want them questioning things you want them you know to understand things in a way that maybe you didn't quite understand it as you were growing up and everything like that so that yeah very very important especially and like i said earlier i think creativity which is kind of part of my son's interest and definitely part of mine that just kind of moves forward and like you said with investing and you know encouraging him to do the stuff that he likes and and that just it kind of opens up new doors that we probably wouldn't see yeah i love hearing that about the the creativity because it does it opens them up for ways that they can think of this whole thing is the word father's a verb uh-huh. A verb is an action. Um, I really like to look at it where it's it's not simply good enough to have the noun or to be the title. We're truly raising the bar with how we act with our children. So with an action and a verb, you need a challenge. And the question for you is how do you best find a way to challenge other fathers or to give them advice on how to invest in their kids' interests? Wow, that's kind of a tough one because by default for me, I don't necessarily like to uh, kind of put my opinions or thoughts on other people only because everybody has their own way of doing things. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely believe that, um, I mean, it kind of goes beyond just taking an interest is how it's simply just being there and being supportive, even if you're not fully into what they are into. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, and, and I say that kind of with experience because growing up myself, um, my, oh, this, this is kind of going into a little rough territory, but I didn't really have as much support on my kind of creative end as uh, nearly as much as I, I give my son. And that might be why I okay. kind of take the extra step with my son. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess, you know what, I guess, it, I guess that kind of really breaks it down is to regardless of what your interests are and what their interests are, being supportive is the big aspect of it. Don't don't talk it down. Don't belittle it in any way. Just and, and even if it's not even if it's not truly what you want his interest to be, still being supportive of that interest and trying to understand it, even if you're not not on the same boat, so to speak, I think is is super important. Because yeah, I agree with that a thousand percent. I mean, yeah, you you don't know how they're going to be in the future, but there is a distinct difference between the person who 
got the support of their interests that they needed to the person who doesn't. And yeah. one of two things is going to happen if you don't have that support. Either they're going to do what they want to do in spite of you, or they're going to do something else because of you. And that seems mm. like a weird difference, but uh, I, I'm not even sure I'm, I'm, I'm even saying it right, but I, I hope my... No, that made perfect sense, yeah. Because... If you if you don't support what they're they're kind of doing at least on 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 a surface level to show that support, they're either going to be miserable doing what you want them to do, or they're going to do what they do anyway and they're going to leave you behind. And mm -hmm. neither one of those options is ideal. No, so, no, and, and we want to do our best to just you know invoke their passions. Like yeah. it's exciting as a parent to see your kids passionate about something or excited about something or just sharing any of the interest because like when you, when you see them going towards something it doesn't matter what that's about because that same passion can be funneled towards other things like if you can see them excited like with, with your kid with the costumes and the art and, and the commitment into that that's going to translate into when he's in his 20s and working and doing other things he's going to have to have that same passion into those other things and just knowing that he has his father's support means that he can get his father's support with other things as well not just the fun for the interesting stuff but even the challenging parts of life and knowing that you have a supportive father, you're going to be able to go back to that that man and that role model other times in your life. Because there's going to be a phase where you're no longer the coolest person in the world to your son. Um, right now, I, I am in the stage of the coolest and most important person, children. But Logan's about to go to kindergarten. I know he's going to make more friends. I know he's going to you know, hang out with other people. And there's going to be cooler people than dad pretty shortly in his future. So, yeah important for us not to wait to invest in their interests either because if we wait too long if we wait till they're teenagers and you know they start liking things we don't have to understand why they like things right like we just have to just show that support so that way we're always going to be there whenever they turn the next corner or next stage in their life yeah i i think that's definitely a great way of putting in probably a little bit more concise than the way i was doing it but but yeah no it, it's it's definitely important in, in that end and and you're right because you they you show the support in there and then you you give them the room to be like hey this is okay to like this this is you know this is this is my thing this is what i want to keep doing and that gives them the opportunity to expand on that. And then expanding on that opens up new things. And oh yeah. I mean, I just saw a post recently on Facebook and it showed uh, one of the illustrators um, for DC comics. And I think he's doing the new Superman. Um, but basically he posted a photo of what he did when he was, I don't know, in seventh grade or whatever, 13 years old. And it didn't look like a good drawing, but then he showed a drawing now as he's drawing for the Superman comic and it's immaculate. And he was just saying like, thanking the support he got uh, instead of telling him that he wasn't good and just stopped drawing. Like th yeah. there are ways that people are going to do things. And we don't know how far this thing is, whether it's a hobby, a career or whatever, but we don't know how far it's going to take them. Nobody's ever perfect with anything right off the get go. So you know what, show, showing, again, and I've been saying it a lot, but showing the support to continue on with something is because the only way you get better at something is by continuing to do it. And mm -hmm. you 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 push them to continue to do it. And, and like you said, it, it goes off in, in 
different parts of, of your life. You go to a job and the job is hard, but you know what? You you have the backing of the other people that you work with, maybe, or mm-hmm. the of, of the father who's saying, hey, you know what? I know it's difficult now. Keep at it until you it's like second nature and that's how everything kind of moves forward and and that's just kind of how it is Mm, i like that i I, even just right there what you're saying about working and and it'll also show good teamwork with his uh future co-workers too i mean you're you're laying down foundations that you don't know how far this building is going to outreach and it's and it's really incredible to think segment right the final segment is every single dad has to have some sort of dad joke that they give oh you're um, killing me with this man I, you're I, killing me I, 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 I told you i'm not a joke guy like this is <laughs> not my thing uh, I, I'm, I'm situational I, I i'm sarcastic i make the jokes as they happen <laughs> so the situation is you're asked to give a dad joke oh that's terrible all right well to, to be fair, and, and it's it's amazing how this kind of came out because I was watching a couple of videos before uh, waiting waiting for your call, waiting for the link, and I heard something that fits this fits, fits this little little narrative, and it it works. So I'll, I'll give you your little dad pun. Sweet. <laughs> but this is this, this is all I got. And this is what I heard on the video, so I copied <laughs> it down. It said dad jokes are only funny when they become apparent. Ooh, I like that. There you go. See? And that and that is the perfect way to go with the podcast. 